0: Kelly show final hour of the Jesse Kelly show on an ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't forget if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You better go ahead and subscribe and hit follow now since they decided to divvy up the show into three different parts. Just make your life easier and let it automatically download at this point in time. You can email the show, your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions. Everything's welcome. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. All right. I just want to once again, I want to remind everybody back on February 8th. This is a little long. So when it's over, I will tell you when it's not me talking anymore. But as you watch this madness unfold in Canada, I want you to remember what I told you on the 8th. We're going to have a conversation about why I called this. All right. This was me from February 8th something's got to give the Ottawa police they've already shown themselves to be more than willing to beat these people up and hound them but they don't have the numbers remember that great Napoleon quote quantity has a quality all its own they don't have the numbers to put down a protest of the size not even close they can't even it's nothing so if you're Justin Trudeau this protest must stop you can't be seen to fold where do you go from here this is obviously still my theory portion. I say Justin Trudeau calls in the military, Canadian military at the very least. I say Justin Trudeau sends his troops in against his own citizens and begins mass arrests and incarcerations. It's me. It's me back live. I'm live with Jesse Kelly. Jesse the Oracle Kelly, Chris. All right, why did I get that right? As everyone knows, it's certainly not my, uh, it's not my intelligence. Everyone knows. Why would I get it right? I know what time it is. Now, what does that mean? You got to know what time it is. I know what time it is. What, is, what, is it, what am I even talking about? Times change. And people really, really struggle with that because people in general struggle with change. They're scared of it. It's understandable. You don't want it to happen. And so you want times to always be the same, but times are not the same. And this is really, really, really difficult for a lot of people, especially if you're older, because you grew up in a different era, a better era. I'm, I'm sorry, it was a better era. You did. When up wasn't down and left wasn't right and good wasn't bad. You grew up in a different era. You didn't grow up in an era where the Center for Disease Control cannot be trusted? What? That's wild. Remember that audio I played from the FDA the other night? The FDA, Food and Drug Administration. You remember the undercover audio from Project Veritas where he's sitting there? He's sitting there with the guy and he's basically, he admits, oh, yeah, well, <clears throat> the goal is annual boosters. And oh, by the way, all the pharmaceutical companies and the food companies, they just bribe us so we'll approve whatever they want to improve. Do you remember this? Played as many people as possible. So you can have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet So they don't want to like all uh, everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so, they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their, their company. So how do you know it's already getting approved? Well, they're not going to um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve this. The FDA. How, how, do you, how do we get a corrupted FDA? Right? You gotta know what time it is. Whatever era you grew up in, whatever era you want this to be, because a lot of this comes from hope and wishing, right? A lot of this comes from, I don't want it to be this way. You know, I I don't want to live in America where I can't trust the FBI, I can't trust the CDC, I can't trust my college professor, I can't trust what I see on the news, I can't trust Democrats, I can't trust Republicans, I can't. I don't want to live in an era where I have to make all my own medical decisions because the medical establishment spends the last two years murdering people in this country. I don't want to live in that era either. I want you to understand. I sympathize. I do. I sympathize. I get it. I have this talk, this conversation with my sons all the time. I don't want to live like that. But has there ever been someone who got to pick the time they lived in? We get the time God gave us. This is the era we've been given. And this is a time where all of our institutions are corrupted. Most of them are flat out evil. And you can't trust any of them. None of them. They all have their weapons aimed right at you, and you either wake up and grow up and accept that or don't. But if you don't, then you'll always be caught off guard by the new events and the new actions out there. Why did I see what's happening in Canada right now? Why did I see it coming 10 days ago? Well, it's obviously not my intelligence. I just know what time it is. I know exactly what time it is. I know how Trudeau works. I know how Joe Biden works. I know how these globalists think. I know how they think about themselves. I know how they think about you. And I've said this a thousand times. I'm going to say it a thousand more because if you understand what I'm about to say, you will be surprised a lot less. All of your cultural leaders share the same three characteristics. And when I say cultural leaders, I don't just mean politicians. Your corporate leaders, your professors feel this way, your professional athletes feel this way, actors, many of your religious leaders feel this way. All your cultural leaders, one, no love of country, none. They genuinely don't ever think about, well, what would be good for America? It never crosses their mind. Oftentimes they hate the country, but there's no love of country. Two, no connection to the real world, none. Right from fancy upbringing to academia into some cushy government job or some jerkwater producer job at a CNN. They have no idea how you live your life. And three, they do believe they should rule as kings and queens. They despise the limits on their power that have been put on them by the West. They think it's ridiculous they're held back by these laws that give you freedoms and things like that. They think it's absurd. You're one of the lower idiot peasants. You should be ruled by your betters, your elites. And they they hate that those limits are on them right now. When you understand those three things about all your leaders, then it's not hard to see what's coming next. Not hard at all. Let's get back to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Jesse... You can black market the remedy for medicines for COVID with your cargo ship. In case you missed it, yesterday we were having a super heavy conversation on the show. Apparently there's a huge, it's a gigantic cargo ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And it has a bunch of Porsches and VW cars on there. And I guess this huge fire broke out. All the crew got off safe, so we're all good there. Everyone's safe. But according to international law, the ship itself is now finders keepers. So... Chris and I, and we're going to bring Michael to, we are probably going to be gone next week as we commandeer a ship and hit the high seas to go claim our cargo ship. And I'm going to annoy Chris and say, ahoy, like all the time. And there she blows and stuff like that. And we're going to get, no, we are, Chris. We're going to get puffy shirts and we're going to get eye patches and stuff like that. And it's going to be epic. And we're going to go get a cargo ship and it's going to be epic. I've always wanted a cargo ship. I think they're awesome, and I'm pretty sure I can get it, I can get it back here. It's not Look, it's, if Columbus could do it back in 1492, how hard can it be to point the ship west and just start cruising along? It's no big deal. It's not like currents matter or whatever. Jesse, what's the best movie of all time? I prefer Top Gun. It got everything you want in a movie. F14s, cool cinematography, awesome storyline, and I think Russian MiG's getting shot down. I'm sure Chris just likes it for the volleyball scene, though. <laughs> also, what would your call sign be? And what would Chris's be? Said so I can say his name. His name is Brian from San Diego. The greatest movie of all time is hard to answer. The greatest movie of all time. I I will tell you the Lord of the Rings movies never get old for me. I like those movies. Chris, you what? No, 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 not one movie. The first three were good. The Hobbit movies were good, too. But the Lord of the Rings movies were okay. All right. You're right. He did say the greatest, not the trilogy. One of my favorites. I don't know if this is greatest of all time. I'll have to give this more thought. One of my favorites was Spartan. Most people have never even seen the movie. It's a movie with Val Kilmer in it. And it is so freaking good. It's so epic and so well done. So that might be my favorite. I don't know about greatest movie ever, but it's certainly up there for me. Um, what would what would my call sign be? I think it would have to be Shogun, right, Chris? What? Shogun 1, Shogun 1. To, what? It would have to be Shogun. What would yours be? I don't know. Cheapo. I think we would go with, yeah, that would be Cheapo. Shogun 1 to Cheapo. We got a big inbound over it what Chris and then we'd shoot and then we'd shoot our missiles we got we got Fox 3 and then it would blow up what I've seen the but Chris I know how to be a pilot I've seen the movies all right we have more ask dr. Jesse questions coming up in just a second now first we've talked a lot about guns tonight understandably we do have an obligation as firearms owners, to practice with our guns, though, we do, we have an obligation to practice. It's not one of those, I don't feel like it, man. You have an obligation to know how to use that weapon safely and to hit what you're aiming at. I understand ammo is expensive. I understand money does not grow on trees. And sometimes it's just flat out inconvenient to get to the range, especially with gas prices these days. You can practice with your weapon and get really, really good inside your home without firing a shot with Mantis X. The Mantis X system, it's what the Marines use. It's what Special Forces uses. It's what the Army uses. It's military-grade technology, only you can afford it, and you can buy it and just practice with it in your home. Go to MantisX.com. It attaches right to your weapon, whatever your weapon is. They'll put you through drills. They'll give you feedback. 20 minutes of using it, you'll improve. MantisX.com, all right? Go improve today. MantisX.com fighting for your freedom every day. USA. USA! The USA! Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm so excited about our pirate ship next week. I haven't commandeered the ship yet, Chris. That's what you call We're going to call it commandeering and we're only going to use ship terms. Oh, it's he's, he's starboard. Starboard side, Chris. Man the cannons. It's going to be, no, it's going to be sweet. We're going to go get our cargo ship. It's going to be so much fun. Trust me on this. Trust me. Look, back to what we were talking about before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. I played this audio for you earlier in the show about Trudeau and his admiration of, of China. I just want you to understand when we talk about the communists and we talk about the globalists, glo- the same thing. When we talk about our leaders now, what Trudeau is saying here, he just had a moment of honesty. They all feel this way. Joe Biden feels this way, Bill Gates feels this way, The the leaders in France, Germany, Britain, they all feel this way. They look at the limits put on their power by the Western societies and they despise them. They don't admire them. It didn't used to be that way, but they all think like this now. He was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of of, uh, admiration I actually have for China. Because their basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. I mean, there is a flexibility that I know Stephen Harper must dream about of having a dictatorship that he could do everything he wanted. uh, That I find quite interesting. Okay, but you heard what he said. Look, I admire that they can turn on a dime. Why, why, so what's he saying there? What's he really saying? Listen again. Listen One more time. Listen again. What's he really saying? I admire that. I mean, they can go green. They can just turn on a dime. He was asked which country he most admired and referred to China. There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them. Uh, To actually turn their economy around on a dime and say we need to go green as fast as we need to start, you know, investing in solar. You hear what he's saying? They all feel that way. These stupid peasants and their freedoms. Why can't I just do whatever I want and turn the economy around on a dime? I'm above these peasants. I see what needs to be done. Why, why do I have these limits on me? Why, why are they allowed to own private property? Why are they allowed any decision-making? It should be more like China. That's what you're seeing. Leads us right to this next Ask Dr. Jesse question. Hello, Shogun. The evil communist governor in New Mexico just lifted her mask mandate. After all the other evil governors listed their mask mandates, we were last. Which sucks because we were under 3 million people in the whole state. Depression, suicide, homelessness, and crime is ridiculous. However, I work out at Planet Fitness, and after she lifted the mandate, I saw more than half the people in the gym not wearing masks, which made me so happy. But what made me even more happy was that I was listening to you, the Oracle Kelly. So hopefully people actually wake up here and vote anti-communism. He says I can say his name. His name is Christian. Look, this is a nationwide problem, but New Mexico in particular has been one of those states that has struggled with things like suicides and depression and homelessness. It's just one of those things. And it's why I went off on that rant so loudly on the ninth, and it's why I'm never going to let this go, how cold and cruel all these lockdowns have been. Oh, always in the name of the public health, of course. But how many people out there, how many people out there were struggling with addiction going into the coronavirus lockdowns? And look, I understand it's very common especially uh, uh, you know probably in right-wing radio and TV to judge people and look down on people. I don't look down on you if you struggle with addiction, man. I'm not perfect. I've had plenty of struggles in my life. I'm not perfect at all. What if, what if you're uh drinking too much? What if you're hooked on pills or some kind of drugs or something? To, what what if what if you've had what if you have these things in your life and you're you're getting by, you're struggling? You know, getting to work always helps get your mind off something else. And then these politicians decide an infinitely survivable virus means you should lose your job, go home, sit down, and just stare at the wall. Oh, don't worry, your rehab clinic, your rehab clinic is closed. No, you can't go see anybody. Man, what we did was awful to people. Absolutely awful to people. It it, it blows me away how, like I said, how cold it was. Just there was never, never a thought to them. Never a thought to the small business owner, to the, to the person struggling with addiction. Never a thought to the poor kids we sent home to learn from computers. Never a thought to the older folks who got robbed of the final years with their loved ones the, who died alone. I mean, imagine this. I, I, I don't want to get too down. It's a Friday. Imagine living 80 years on this earth. Wife, husband, kids, grandkids, maybe some great grandkids career vacations just memories a lifetime of memories a lifetime surrounded by family and spending the last year of your life by yourself where you die with your wife looking in through you, looking in at you through a window and that's not some horror movie story we did that on in this country and we did it on purpose that is wrong it is dead wrong god it makes me sick all right moving on dear dr cheeseburger oracle You talk a lot about moving from blue state to a red one, and you encourage listeners to do so. I agree with you on that, but for many reasons, I can't leave the state of New Jersey, which is so blue it's past indigo on the spectrum. However, it does have red pockets, counties with sane people where common sense prevails. My question is, what do you think of moving from a blue part to a red one within the same state? If Texas or Florida isn't in the cards, would it help to at least change towns? In my case, it would be going from Hudson County, that's the New York City area, to Monmouth or Ocean County, down the shore and much redder. Thank you for my thoughts. Please don't mention my name. I w- Remember, I never, ever, ever mention your name, even for the death threats, unless you specifically tell me to mention your name. Yes, move. I understand. Look, I know I get life is not perfect and everyone's life is not the same. Everyone can't just pack up their stuff. Huh? We're off to Tennessee. I-, I know that's not how everyone lives because of jobs and family and things like that, some people are anchored where they are. Yes, at least get to some kind of a red area there. And remember, I don't just say that because life is better, although it is. Your day-to-day experiences make your entire life better when you live surrounded by people who share your values. It's not only that. It's so you have some form of protection from the state, from the, from the, from the levels of government, as the blue parts continue to get worse and more tyrannical. I want you to have some level of protection you can rely on, right? All right, we have a lot more. Ask Dr. Jesse, Girl Scout cookies. Hang on. Gosh, Chris, this is a little heavy for a Friday, don't you think? Oh, we're supposed to be laughing out here today. <laughs> Chris, you can't, you can't cut off my soundboard. I, you need to take away that ability you have to cut off my soundboard. I, I need to be able to annoy you with this, Doctor Jesse. It's that time of year when we're all getting blasted with offers to sell us Girl Scout cookies. It made me realize the Menu Whisperer has withheld his sage wisdom on this topic. So I ask, which is the superior Girl Scout cookie? It's actually funny you sent in this question because. I just on the elevator up here, ran into some lady. She had a carton, like a, a gigantic wheelbarrow full of Girl Scout cookies. She's around here hawking these things out to everybody, tried to sell me some. I refused because mainly because the wife already bought like ten boxes of these things. She's just a sucker for the little girls show up at the door and the wife saw, "I'll oh, give me all your money and then we're, now we're flat broke. And I do have to admit something though. I'm not trying to be a huge hypocrite. I just told you I own a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. All right, I own a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. And I'm a cookie man. I think cookies are so underrated when it comes to desserts. I'm the one who's also, remember, I'm the menu whisperer. For those who aren't aware what that means, I obviously have a lot of skills. I'm the top five napper in the world. I make the greatest cheeseburger on the planet. But my greatest skill is I am the greatest orderer of food on the planet. In the same way, you know, great composers can just look at an instrument and it makes sense to them. I can do that with restaurant menus, even menus I've never ordered from before. I can look at a menu and I can just, it makes sense to me and I know what the best thing is on it. I've told you, how many times have I told you before the best cookies on earth? You know where you get them? Subway. No one knows this. No one even gets the Subway cookies. You walk right by, you get a little sandwich, chips, or whatever. Subway cookies, fantastic. Best thing you've ever eaten in your life. But setting that aside, Girl Scout cookies suck. No, don't raise your hand to me, Chris. Don't raise those hands to me. Of course you would bring up the grossest ones. Chris actually said, no, what about the coconut ones? Coconut is disgusting. It's not normally disgusting, Chris. It's always disgusting. Unless it's in a a pina colada or something like that. The actual coconut tastes like you're eating plastic. It's revolting. Girl Scout cookies, the only reason they get sold is because suckers like my wife can't manage to say no to the adorable little Girl Scout girls who come ring the doorbell. Can you buy some Girl Scout cookies today? I will admit, though, full disclosure... I actually have a difficult time saying no to, so they always sucker me into a box or two. I don't want to be the mean ogre. No, and slam the door. See, this is why, you know what? This is also why God gave me sons instead of daughters because with sons... I have no problem telling my sons, pick yourself up. It's a skin knee. Don't you dare cry. Like, they know they're not allowed to cry in sports and stuff like that. I'll see these other kids go down on the basketball court. It'll be all sobbing out there. and My kids will come. To me. They'll know they're like, Dad, I know you wouldn't allow that. I said, oh, you're right. I would lose my mind. Don't you dare cry like a little girl out there on the basketball court. And if if they're moving too slow, my youngest is an infamous slow mover. I'll just set a timer. I'll just say, okay, that's fine. Now you got two minutes to have it done. And they're running around and the wife's sitting there. That's so mean, but they know. I would never be able to do that with girls. They would look at you with those eyes the way women do already. The wife already does it. But a, a daughter, she would just own me. I know she would have me wrapped around her finger. Oh, okay, sweetie. We'll sell the house and buy you a Lamborghini. After all, you're 15. I know I'd ruin her. I know I would. Actually, I don't, think, I don't even think I could afford a Lamborghini if I sold my house. But you understand what I mean. All right, Jesse. Do you think Trump promoting a convention of the states would help or hurt? Do you think it could work? I think that a specific amendment, like getting the federal government out of our education, is our only hope. The swamp will not shrink itself. Thanks, and he says I can say his name. His name is Ryan. I I really like the convention of the states idea. I've slowly come around on it, but I'll be honest with you, I I don't have a high hope for it. Chris, uh, Chris doesn't even know what it is. He's so stupid. Chris, our Constitution allows for the states, if you get enough of them, to gather together and basically pass amendments, force amendments on the federal government. And a bunch of states, so many states are Republican controlled now, more states are signing up for this. What, Chris? Yes, it's, well, it's, it's basically like a big caucus. All right, it, it would be, if that would happen, you would have the biggest caucus around. The caucus would be so big no one else could match it. You could do whatever you wanted with your caucus. That's the whole point of the whole thing. But, I mean, we could do the, we could do the things that would save America, like repealing the 19th Amendment and stuff like that, and those things are critical. I just am not overly hopeful that it's going to happen just because the rot is so deep. It is so deep. Dear Dr. Jesse... When people discuss the problems with equity and inclusion in the military, they usually focus on biological differences, women are weaker, confrontations between different groups, and fairness. A gay soldier can shoot, fly, and drive just as good as a straight soldier. I think an underappreciated problem is whether woke-slash-diverse soldiers will follow orders. Would some beta male soy boy infantryman take orders from a white alpha male superior officer if it hurt his feelings? I will tell you... He says, thanks, keep up the good work. My wife loves your burgers, and we listen to your show in the car now because you are the burger guy. He says, I've completely red-pilled her over the last couple of years. You can read as much or as little as you want. It says, I can read his name. His name is Jake. Well, yes, see, the rot in the military is complete from top to bottom, and the following orders part is just part of it. The truth is this stuff was already starting to inch its way in there when I was in back in 2000 to 2004. I mean, I remember – I got a little salty with one of my boots. Uh, uh, one of my younger Marines. When I when I was I got a little salty with one of my Marines. He went and told his mom. Mom called her congressman. Soon I'm getting called down and chewed out. And I'm saying and I said to him, I said, Sir, we're really not allowed to. We're not allowed to make Marines do push-ups anymore. I'm, are you serious? Like, what do, is this a Girl Scouts? Are we not allowed? What are we doing here? But. This is part of what I've been trying to explain about the slow, steady rot within our military and how it's almost its almost unquantifiable. You know the rot is happening. You have a million little stories, like the ones I hear, like the one I just told you there. You, you know the rot is happening. You know the loss of standards is happening. You know these things. You know them for a fact. But, but you can't really put it into words yet, or you can't really see it and feel it yet. And the reason I get so loud about our military rot is when you finally see it and feel it, it's going to be so devastating and shocking and heartbreaking that people are just not going to be able to handle it. I mean, I talk a lot about a carrier group or something like that. I mean, you remember the heartbreak we all felt when 13 warriors died in Afghanistan. What about thirteen thousand in a day? Our weapons today are easily capable of that. What if, what if we get in a in a battle with another major power and we lose air superiority? You understand? Since planes have started flying, about World War I eras when they started making them combat planes, you realize since planes have started flying, America has never been in a conflict. Where we didn't have air superiority. And if you ever read it from the other side's perspective, it's absolutely horrifying to not have air superiority. It's just death just raining down on you from above and you're practically powerless. What if that happens to us? What if our planes are swept from the sky or swept off the deck of a Navy ship and we get pounded from above? You don't want to know what that's going to feel like. And I'm very, very worried we're going to know. All right, that was too dark. We have to get to emails I didn't get to next. But first, let's talk about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Let's talk about the fact that, well, it's not just that it makes my air smell clean. It's not really that. I mean, you know it destroys viruses. It destroys mold. I mean, these things will make your family healthier. They will make your family healthier. They send out O3 molecules, which destroy odors. Your home smells clean because it's cleaning out your air. But more than that, my allergies. My allergies are gone. I don't even have them anymore. I own three of them. My listeners can own three of them too. You got to go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE3. That's Jesse and the number three. EdenPureDeals.com code is Jesse3. That gets you $200 off. Enjoy. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. The Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show anything you want. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All right. So last week we discussed something live on the show because we actually don't do any real prep work. See, normally at the end of the show, Monday through Thursday, we play this thing for you. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. It's one of those radio thingies the radio people make, and we play that for the show. And so I had this brilliant idea last week that instead of headlines we didn't get to, on a Friday we should get to emails, we should change it to emails we didn't get to. So, during the break just now, we dug in and came up with something totally professional sounding. Listen to this. You want to talk about a well-oiled machine around here. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. Nailed it, Chris. Nailed it. This is coming from me and my friend from Utah. We were 13 and 14... And are big fans of your program and truthfulness. You are truly the modern-day Thomas Paine with that common sense of yours. We came across your show a couple months ago and are inevitably addicted. You're a very cool man. Boy, they're so right about that, Chris. I am so cool. Plus, your choices of intro songs are spot on. Now to the question. Are you a fan of Coca-Cola? We actually sell it at our school for a dollar each, but we have to do it in secret thanks to Michelle Obama. We haven't been caught yet. Knock on wood. We know you don't answer emails, but we do ask this: read our email towards the end of the show, because that's really the only time we can secretly listen in. Thank you, Mister Oracle, sir. Say hi to Chris for us. <laughs> you go hustle that coke, boys. Go hustle that coke out there. I don't mind a coke now and then. I don't. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm going to sound like one of these freak crossfitters or vegans. I'm not a big soda drinker. I don't have nothing against it. I'll do one now and then. I, I it, Chris said it's a lot of sugar. More than anything, I like how water makes me feel. I drink mostly water uh, or orange juice. I live and die for orange juice. If if I could afford it, I know, Chris. Chris of course, Chris says it's too expensive. We know, Chris. We, we know you think it's expensive. But if I could afford it. I would drink a gallon of orange juice every day, and I'm not exaggerating. I would walk around with just cold orange juice in my hands. I love it so much I'm, I'm, what my mouth is watering as we speak Chris you wake up tomorrow, you see a headline stating that Red Lobster has a new sponsor is a new sponsor of Black Lives Matter. Describe in words the expression on your face and then what your insides feel like. <laughs> Do you boycott or do you rationalize a way to get around it and keep eating there? If you boycott, what level of disappointment does this bring you? Oh, that would be devastating. That would don't even speak that. Don't even speak that ugly truth. That could have. Look, I don't think I don't think a high class place like Red Lobster would stoop to that level. But look, we're not we're not going to tempt fate, Chris. She says on another note, you are causing me to go broke. Since listening to your show, I've purchased Giza Dream Sheets for my whole family. Are they the greatest things ever, though? My pillow slippers, a Hero 2020 gun, and referred about five people so far, and just spent $3,995 to Lone Star Transfer to get out of my timeshare. Among your countless talents, salesmanship is at the top. No regrets for any of it. I guess I need to see about buying gold now. Yes, call Oxford Gold Group, 833-995-GOLD. But let me expect what we were talking about earlier. By the grace of God, there's no idea why this happened. The show is popular and gaining popularity really, really quickly. That gives us the freedom to choose who we do and do not work with on the show. If I sound passionate about the ones we work with, it's because we've picked them. These are good people. These are not corporations who dump on this country. Um, On a personal note, beyond the education system. The education system... Going full communist was what really, really ruined America. But the second most damaging thing was the corporations. Because corporations are so powerful out there. All those advertising dollars, how they get involved in movies these days. I detest these left-wing corporations, these communist corporations. And I will not work with them. And the ones I do work with are, are patriotic. It's one of the first questions we ask. It's one of the first things we look into. So if I sound into them, I'm into them. Elite Jesse. Jesse. It took about 18 days for Canada to impose martial law. With the American convoy, how long do you think it would take for the current administration to impose it here? I guess it would be before it even reaches D.C. Yes, what's happening right now in Canada has so frightened the other globalist communists around the world. You're already seeing evidence of this in places like France. They're flat out stopping the trucks before they can get into the cities. The same thing would happen here in America. They would simply stop them before they could get there. This trucker convoy, this trucker protest has scared this Canadian government to death. To death. It has it scared the Canadian government, the American government, the Germans. Basically, everyone who goes to the World Economic Forum and wants to destroy your freedom, they're looking at this Canadian protest and they're scared. Praise God, huh? The tyrants are tyrants are scared these days. Hello, Commander Kelly. I'm a supervisor at a county jail, and inmates seem to be running the asylum now. Our administration is waiting for higher-ups to give the thumbs-up to allow us to drop the mask mandate. Staff are fed up and ready to revolt. What route do I take? The diplomating route? Waiting for the gods at the health department to smile at us? Complain to HR every time I see an administrator break the mask mandate? Defy the mandate myself and wait for the hammer to drop? organize a revolt among the staff and hope my employer doesn't get axed, says not to share his name. I struggle with questions like this because of this. I have, uh, I've been out of work before in my life and I understand what it is like, and that with a wife and kids, I understand what it is like to watch the bills pile up and there's no money coming in. And I mean, I can't speak for women. As a dude, I don't know that there is a worse feeling in the world than that. So I don't like giving people advice that might cost them their jobs. Right away when I look at that, I say employer, I say revolt, just flat out revolt. Maybe the right move, though, is complain to HR every time you see an administrator break the mandate. If we tweak these people doing this to us, maybe we finally get our way. All right, finally, I never do this to end a Friday show, but hear me out. Say a prayer tonight for those truckers. I have a feeling they are going to need it very much tonight and this weekend. Say a prayer for them, all right? That's all.